Hello and welcome to episode three of the Deaf Tall But Metal podcast. Hey everyone. Uh, I'm Gary Grimm. And I'm Tane. And uh, regular listeners of the show, do you, do you think we have regular listeners? I can honestly say I don't think we have regular <laughs> listeners. Okay, if, if you've stumbled upon these recordings before and are compelled to listen to every word we say because of some weird Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, if you identify with two guys sitting in a room by themselves, uh, drinking beer and listening to metal, I mean, that's great. It does sound like our demographic. It's definitely our demographic. Anyway, if you've heard us before, you will know that we've had some trouble, some difficulty getting a, a theme song for the podcast. Yes, trouble is an understatement to what we've had getting a theme song for this podcast. However, we've done something about it this time, and we've actually brought in a band. They're in the room with us now. Yes, uh, say hello to Folk Off and Die. Hello. Hello. Uh, so these guys are actually a medieval folk band. Uh, we we got them in because with the Steel Panther thing that we did in the last episode, oh. we've had a little bit of legal trouble, and we figured medieval music, public domain. Well, yeah, the whole thing was you know, we didn't really check it with Steel Panther and being famous for not having a sense of humor they came down on us like a ton of legal bricks no so, at all they they launched i think the podcast was up for five minutes they yeah they were anyway we're yeah. we're ignoring our guests <laughs> let's say hello to him uh, who's this who we have here uh my name is blarney blarney and blarney rubble Blarney Rubble, and uh, whereabouts are you from blarney i can't pick the accent oh uh, i'm from ireland Island, you say. Island, man, you, you don't sound like... <laughs> anyway, uh, but, but what about uh, the other two members? So, um... I'd be Seamus. Oh, Seamus. Oh, great. Awesome. So, what do you play? I play the guitar. Excellent. And, and you have a third member, but he's uh, he's asleep in the corner of the room. Uh, he, he'd be a mute. Oh. He's too drunk to talk. Uh, is he, uh, well, hopefully he's not too drunk to play, but anyway, so you guys have a song for us, yeah? Uh, yes, uh, we will be playing it live in the studio uh, whenever you're ready. Uh, we're ready right now. So yeah, l- let's guys... do it. Yeah, let's hear it. Well, yes, this is Folk Off and Die with the new Deft Talbot Metal theme song. One, two, three, one, two, three. Come gather round ye gentlefolk, we've got a score to settle. We can't abide top forty clan, we're deaf to all but metal. No nickel back, nor tailor swift, nor lady of gaga. We have for you fine metal tunes from Lille and the Shadows taller than our souls. Their works 
a lady we all know. The whole reason we had you guys in here was because we had trouble with public domain. This, this is this is a debacle. This is horrible. And now you're playing a Led Zeppelin. Oh uh, no, it's a original recording. I be Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, look. We we can use the first part of we that. We can use the first part. We'll cut it. Just remind me to cut out that Led Zeppelin part yeah, sure. later. We'll do sure. it later. It's we'll fine. do it later. No problem. Anyway, thanks for coming, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will see you if the bus stop is downstairs, yes? Let's go to the pub. <laughs> anyway, enough of us putting on voices. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Do we have any news? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, so, Death to Orbit Metal, we're not putting on the club during May. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a break so we can put all our energy into both this podcast and into making the next shows in the future. Yeah, I mean, God knows that we really need to put more energy into this podcast. <laughs> uh, well, you heard that first bit, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, during May, we're going to do an extra podcast just to make up for us not doing a, um, a show at the valve and that show will have a whole bunch of music that we couldn't play earlier on the podcast because we didn't have permission and now we do have permission. Yeah. Fortunately, we've heard back from season of mist and a bunch of other guys. So we've, we've been sitting on a bit, bit of material for a while now. So we we're really happy to be able to play that for you now. Plus, we'll have the regular episode, monthly episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, as well. And uh, just a reminder that uh, all human endeavor is meaningless, as our existence is small and insignificant in relation to that of the universe. Our memories are deteriorating, and we are driving the planet into desolation. Our existence is an exercise in entropy and futility. Really? Oh, definitely. Couldn't agree more. But anyway, now that that's out of the way, let's get on to the podcast. We're going to have a lot of uh, metal uh, coming up. Uh, a lot of bands that were black metal bands, and I've kind of moved on to different territory. Yeah, And yeah. a lot of really challenging listening in this uh, podcast. Yeah, a lot of the bands on this podcast, I know definitely that I'm going to be listening to a lot more after this as well but uh they, they definitely require repeat listens they definitely are challenging like i said but i think you guys can handle it yeah so, who, so who's first so we've actually got moon sorrow up first uh, they've released a new album yamalton aika uh which is through century media as well that's right so what did you actually think of this anyway well moon sorrow from finland uh have just released this album recently and i loved it i think uh it's probably their most epic and grandiose album in the history of the recording the scope material yeah the scope is huge on this one i mean the amount of stuff that they fit in but the sound the mix is kind of larger uh well well i i think the mix is better than some of their other albums i think on some of their previous albums there have been there's been like a little bit of dodgy synth and it kind of seems a bit well muscled in their crowbar in a little bit yeah true and i mean obviously their influences are bands like uh windier and bathory and so there's a lot of stuff that comes across in their material obviously inspired by that but now they seem to be sort of stepping up in their production as well like escaping 
that trap that so many black metal bands fall into where it's just that 90s production never really improving yeah i think um a lot of the folkier stuff that they do in here sounds more natural mm. uh and that's to do with the production uh, they just did a really good song, uh, job of that uh lots of really long songs in the deluxe edition of the album you get uh two covers as well covers of rotting christ and grave yeah those covers are actually really really cool as well but we actually wanted to play a song from the main album and this song because there aren't really any short ones we thought about playing part of it song part of a song and it just wasn't really going to do it justice i I think we needed to play the whole thing even though it goes for about 15 minutes <laughs> uh it just has a little bit of everything that you can expect from this album there's like a bit of black metal in there the v- viking pagan metal that these guys are known for is in there a bit of folk music uh, instrumental kind of stuff you'll see anyway yeah yeah so what is the song we're going to listen to anyway well i'm not going to pronounce or try to pronounce the finnish name but it it roughly translates to plague grove including uh, people of this stayless day it's quite a title it is quite a title (laughs) anyway (laughs) here it is now moon sorrow with plague grove
and that was Moon Sorrow from Finland. Uh, coming up next, I've got a release that we haven't had permission yet to play any of the tracks from, uh, but I think it's an important release. It's very diverse and groundbreaking, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, it's from Isan, who you'll know from uh, the black metal band Emperor from Norway. His latest solo release uh, is what we're going to be talking about. It's called Arctis, and it's out now on Spine Farm Records and Candlelight Records. Uh, Tain, what did you think? Well, uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening on this album which we haven't seen Isan do before, even in his other solo stuff. Uh, And there are the things you might be familiar with sound-wise in Emperor that does happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely present in the album, but the amount of new stuff he throws in. And Isan himself actually said uh, that this album, he wanted to blend more organic rock sounds with more modern expressions. He's definitely done that. He, he succeeded in his quest. Uh, there are definitely a lot of rock sounds, especially uh, a lot of 70s, prog sounding stuff kind of in the same vein as Opeth have been doing yeah I would say uh, when I was listening to this I've got to listen to most of the album unfortunately I I didn't have time for three tracks but this album when I was listening to it there's definitely a lot of Watershed era Opeth Mm -hmm. I would say yeah uh, I mean it changes a little bit towards the end I've I've listened to it through a couple of times and uh, every time I listen to it uh, I hear new things Mm. Uh, let's see there's a lot there's a, quite a few guests on this album that uh, t- seem to bring a lot especially uh, the the vocalist from Leprous uh, Einar Solberg uh, he's on the first track and he's on the last track uh, the last track on the standard edition of the album called Celestial Violence which is this huge epic ballad with metal <laughs> tones in there it's crazy you all just, the metal feels you just have to listen to it to understand it also a guest uh jorgen uh, monkby from uh norway's shining not the swedish uh, black metal band shining but yeah. the black jazz uh, shining band yeah and it's interesting to hear as well because i mean obviously there's been a lot more sort of uh, contemporary black metal bands that have been using jazz elements and uh, instrumentation and Jürgen Monkby is insane uh, if you haven't heard Shining it's yeah that black jazz album I, I really dig that yeah. and um, he, he brings some saxophone uh, to this album and it's crazy when you hear that yeah I found also though for all of the really intense instrumental parts uh, there were also these sections, especially in the choruses, where they'd open up in this huge major chord sound and, and his vocals would be featured differently. He wouldn't be doing his normal kind of screaming, uh, c- more clean vocals. And it was kind of stunning. I really didn't expect that at all. Yeah, definitely quite a bit of clean vocal in there. Um, it's just a lot of different elements from all over the place. There's electronica and synth elements in there. There's, like you were saying before, there's more rocky elements, there's prog elements, there's jazz elements. I think all of these things kind of put in there, it seemed a little disjointed to me. Well, I think he pulled it off, in my opinion. There are definitely parts where it is jarring, uh, but I found I was more pleasantly surprised. 
I, I don't know. On first listen, I kind of felt like it messed with the flow a little bit just because it was kind of a little bit all over the place. But the more I listen to it, the more I'm kind of getting where he's coming from. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I really enjoy this album. Yeah, definitely. And like I said earlier, this is one of the albums that I'm going to be listening to a lot of. And it was kind of cool. The first song that was featured for this was Mass Darkness. So I did the mm. lyric video. And normally I hate lyric videos. And there's another guest on that. Uh, unfortunately, it's Matt Heafy from uh, Trivium. But it didn't, it didn't impact, I found. and S- Surprisingly, he didn't make it suck. So. <laughs> no, and that, that was a good track to feature, I think, at the start. Because... Uh, it did have a lot more familiar tones, familiar sounds that Emperor had, and he, he sort of spoon-fed you the direction he was going. Definitely. Uh, but unfortunately, we can't uh, play any of that for you at yeah. the moment. But Yeah, after gushing about it. As yeah. always, check SoundCloud, check the description. We've got links for you. Mm-hmm. We, we, we got, we got what, what you need. Yeah, first taste is free. <laughs> um... <laughs> so yeah definitely check out that album it's uh, it's obviously going to be a bit divisive for some metal fans but if you've got an open mind and you like a bit more progressive kind of stuff it, this is for you yeah anyway what's what's next what's something that we can play something from ah uh, well uh the next one we've got is Aranzi pazuzu which Ooh. is a finnish band from tampare uh, their new album is Vera Hilt, uh, who, uh, let's see, Vera Hiltia, uh, is the album. Look, I, I always get tripped up on trying to pronounce these band names and these album names. I'm going to let you, uh, struggle with it this time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank, thanks for the total lack of, uh, help there. But this album, so what did you think of it anyway? Well, it's a strange album uh it's very progressive again Mm. it's very arty and atmospheric and psychedelic uh there are hints of black metal in there like i said at the beginning we're gonna play a lot of bands that were black metal bands and they're not anymore well this this is a prime example of that yeah they still have elements here and there of the black metal sound but it's just all these really lush growing soundscapes that you get lost in a few meditative uh, repeating riffs and uh, they're not afraid to add different instruments in there like there's a few keyboards and organs and I think xylophone or chimes or something like that yeah well it's not like uh, you know you hear a lot of prog where there's organ it's that very 70s kind of sound this isn't like that this is much more a post rock sound post metal sound as well so uh, I'd say bands like uh, The Black Angels or Godspeed You Black Emperor, I, I think even. I'd even say Anima Era Tool if they went in a more, in a heavier direction. Yeah, and a, not a disappointing their fans direction. But... Like they did in the albums pretty <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, honestly, this album, uh, there there's definitely a lot more of that kind of stuff. I would even say um, A Place to Bury Strangers as well. So they're kind of spaced out uh, kind of, oh, how would I say it? I mean, I think psychedelic kind of covers it in a yeah, more blanket kind of way. Definitely, but I mean, as far as the music is like that, the vocals still have that black metal. Yeah, definitely bass. the black metal screeching uh, there from the vocalist. Uh, so uh, we're gonna listen to it. Uh, this is another album with uh, a lot of long winding tracks. 
uh, the kind of, that kind of ebb and flow. So we picked a shorter track to listen to, but it's probably one of the heaviest tracks on the album, mm. uh, and it's shorter. And Tane's gonna pronounce it right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Hypnotisoitu Viharokus. Just for the listener, he was pointing to it on the piece of paper we've got in front of us, expecting me to try to pronounce it. But like God, I, I tried. said, like I said, it's it's on him now. <laughs> so that track that he just said, we're gonna listen to it right now. now. <laughs>
was Aranci Pazuzu with that track that they played. <laughs> uh, next, we're going to listen to a band that surprisingly come from San Francisco in the States. They don't sound like they come from San Fran. No, and actually, uh, these guys are signed to Void Hanger Records, who are Italian, so that kind of threw us. Yeah, I Void Hanger, they're called. Ah, sorry. Uh, the, the band is called uh, Howls of Ebb. And the new album is called Cursus Impasse, the Pendulomic something. I didn't write down the last word. (laughs) Oh, wow. That was English as well. It was English. (laughs) It's probably the easiest word to pronounce (laughs) in the whole thing. uh, The album is Cursus Impasse, the Pendulomic Vows. Wow. I just sound like a fool. But, (laughs) But what's new about that? Uh, anyway, Tane, what did you think of this album? Well, this is a pretty interesting one. So, I mean, straight away, the music's very discordant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the production is kind of black metal crossed with kind of, oh, I'd say like bungalesque kind of carnival music style. And rather than focusing distortion, it's actually pulling it back to a stringier tone. It's kind of actually a little bit... Uh, off-putting in a good way, like disturbing, I think. Uh, don't get the wrong idea about the Bungle uh, reference. It's not like a circus ska band or anything like that. No, I should make that very clear. Even even though the, the sound, you'll see what I mean when we play the track, mm-hmm. but uh, musically they take it very differently. They're definitely, they're definitely like a black and death band or something like that. Yeah. But with just strange guitar t- tones and noises that i haven't heard on anything else yeah it gives the whole thing a kind of alien uh feel to it uh like very kind of very scary Mm. but but strange and uh, foreign sounding yeah well it's funny i found it sort of hard to describe the sound of this album when we were talking earlier uh, and it's not that it's lo-fi per se, like it's not gritty or anything like that, but the how they produce it is very purposefully... Uh, Strange, I think. Yeah, just grating, I would say. The sound isn't grating, but it grates on your nerves in a really cool way. I know that sounds so <laughs> stupid, but... If you like your kind of scary black metal stuff, the kind of shit that actually gives you chills, I really like this album. It's definitely a, a challenging listen, and uh, we're going to hear some of it now. So uh, what, what are we playing from that? Ah, uh, we're actually going to be playing the track Cabals of Molder. I uh, trust you to get the easy to say thing again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go with Howls of Ebb. Cabals of Molder. <laughs> Oh, 
been listening to Cabals of Molder by Howls of Ebb. Indeed you have. And so next we're actually coming back to a band that we played last week and the timing worked out really well where they've just had a new release. Yeah, uh, I spoke to Keenan from uh, Wilderness King uh, from South Africa, Cape Town. And uh, he told me about their new EP which is called Levitate. Uh, it's got two tracks on there. Uh, one's called Light and one's called Birth. And uh, Tane, what did you think of it? Well, the first track, uh, if you heard the last stuff, it might actually throw you, but uh, it's actually it's quite upbeat. Uh, it's kind of cool, positive, proggy kind of sound. Well, I, I think the album uh, Mystical Future had a bit of upbeat stuff to it. Uh, I I think this this kind of has more piano in there. It's a bit more, a little bit like a ballad almost in the beginning, and then it gets yeah more kind of soaring, rocky kind of. Well, that's to... yeah, exactly. And like you said, like that is present in their last album. Mm-hmm. But starting an EP like this uh, to feature with, I found was quite different. It was quite interesting. It was but... great. I thought it was a great way to start it, and then uh, they go on to Birth, which is more like that kind of uh it's got more double kicks and black metal vocals and uh, like a post-rock kind of melody uh metal-y quality to it and yeah so. and i mean i know this was released uh obviously quite close to the release of the last album uh but it's interesting even now after the, that recording and writing process hearing even with two more tracks they are already developing which is quite interesting well that's that's the thing i think these two tracks could have easily gone on um, Mystical Future and fit in quite well. Mm. Uh, and apparently they were written and recorded in 2015. So it was probably around the same time as they were recording Mystical Future. They were written as accompanying pieces, it says. Aha, uh-huh, that's cool. So, uh, 
Keenan uh, offered us the track Birth to play uh, on the podcast and play it we shall. Cool, cool. So here we are with Wilderness King and Birth.
Wilderness King's new track, Birth. How awesome are Wilderness King? I really like this band. Yeah, it's so cool that we've just had like two releases straight away that's like new for us and just so enjoyable. Yeah, it's cool that they're, they're into what we're doing too and offering us this stuff. They're, they're just a really cool band, really interesting, worth checking out if you haven't beyond the podcast. Uh, what's next? Ah, so next we've actually got a band from Hungary, uh, Kaliga Dalin. I'm I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, and what what's the album called? Uh, so the new album is Satanismus, uh, Satan's music, I think. Satan's music. That sounds good. Yeah, like I I'm assuming that's what this all means. Uh, we we've moved on from beer to scotch now, so it's that time of the night. You you don't have to come to the club to hear me get drunk. It's, it's gonna happen. <laughs> You can do it from the comfort of your own home. Exactly. So anyway, so this new album, uh, well, is it their first actually? It's their first album. They've released an an EP uh, previously. Uh, I think it's called Slave to the Beat. Yes. Something like that. Yeah, that's the one. Um, and they're really cool. I've been talking to a guy who goes by the name of Haver666 uh from the band and he's really nice uh he's really excited for us to be playing his music yeah thanks guys we really appreciate it and we're really excited to be playing it because it's great yeah and this is another band uh, again this kind of theme of the podcast so black metal elements but uh taking it in different directions definitely there's definitely a, a black metal aesthetic to this album but uh, underlying all that is a real kind of crust punk beat, a real kind of crust punk attitude mixed mm. with the black metal a- attitude. It kind of reminds me of when Dark Throne released uh, Cult is Alive onwards, where they started incorporating uh, punky elements and old school metal and rock elements. But uh, these guys definitely lean towards the more. Um, punky uh side of things yeah and i mean uh, when we first saw this album as well i mean the, the cover is a picture of lemmy and we're sort of like "Ooh, that's a bit that's a bit brash it's a bold statement but damn if they don't pull it off with the attitude and just the no bullshit straightforward rock and roll metal punk attitude that just shines through throughout the whole album yeah i mean definitely yeah, your denim and leathers kind of band, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. But yeah. um, also, it's I mean, there's a lot of hardcore influence, I would say, here yeah, as well. Yeah, definitely a little bit of that action going. There's, uh, there's just a lot of surprises in there. All the songs are really short and sharp and to the point. Yeah. Like you'd expect from a, a, a crusty kind of band. Uh, but there's just so much more going on as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, besides the... Uh, well, obviously, yeah, short songs, punchy, lo-fi kind of stuff, uh, vocally and actually with every element instrumentally, uh, I find definitely a hardcore sound, mm-hmm. but the vocals, again, definitely very black metal. And the production, obviously, uh, early black metal stuff and punk and hardcore do have a lot in common, but this is interesting because it's sort of taking it in a direction that I haven't really heard a lot of people doing before. Yeah, just taking it to the next level, really. Mm. Uh, 
I dig these guys. I think you guys are going to dig them as well. We're going to play a track called... What, what's the track that we're going to play, Tane? Knieve. Knife. Knieve? Knife? Yep. One of I those. think my <laughs> Hungarian isn't so great. Anyway, it, this is a punch in the face, straight to the point. Here we go. Yep, this is Knieve by Kaliga Dalin. I think uh, the best music is simple, is simple music. <laughs> I hope that's how you say it. After they were so nice letting us use the music, if we fuck this up, this is going to be terrible. Definitely support those guys. Uh, support the distro that they're with too. Uh, never heard distro. A lot of awesome kind of stuff in a similar vein. Uh, worth checking out. Uh, so up next, we've got a band. Where are they from? They're from... Uh, Kirchner, Ontario. Ontario. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're called uh, Cobalt. Uh, their new album is called Slow Forever, and it's out on Profound Law Records. And Tane, what did you think of this album? Uh, well, this one, it was kind of interesting just trying to pick their influences here first, because they seem to... Uh, I would say, I mean, they're obviously extreme metal. I mm-hmm. would say that's probably the closest thing that I could put them under, perhaps. Sure. But uh, in that... I'd say there's sort of Southern American kind of groove metal mm-hmm. mixed with, I could definitely hear some kind of like mantra, like kind of tool sections mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but also, yeah, like mixing in some acoustic stuff and kind of late nineties, early noughties sounds from sort of bigger bands. So yeah, like tool and whatnot, even lamb of God, just tiny little bit. I thought I heard, but, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I, I don't, yeah, I didn't really spot that myself. I got to maybe listen to it a bit more. See, uh, I'm more familiar with the band's earlier albums. Uh, they started off as, surprise, surprise, black metal band, because that's what <laughs> we've been talking about. Yeah. Definitely really interesting 
black metal on the early albums uh, Eater, Eater of Birds I think is a really great uh, black metal album of theirs that you should check out if you haven't already yeah I think that was their second album maybe uh, uh, I can't remember I now. think it was their second yeah but, but then in 2009 they came out with an album called Jin, which uh, started showing them uh, going the more progressive route uh, adding a bit more rocky feel still a bit a bit of black metal in there uh it seems like they've really stripped black uh, stripped black <laughs> Freudian <That's>... slip <laughs> they've stripped back the black metal sound more on slow forever and they're hitting the rock sounds more they're adding in a bit of blues and country even mm. uh They've had a lineup change as well. They've now uh, got Charlie Fell, who you might know from Lord Mantis. I think he's done work with Abigail Williams as Mm -hmm. well, another really interesting black metal band from the States. Yeah, it's funny because I, to be honest, I wasn't really familiar with these guys Mm -hmm. uh, originally. So, you know, I did my research. I did a little bit more listening, and it is so funny hearing where they came from originally and then hearing this album as the first one that i heard uh it's the black metal thing it's it is there it's present definitely but the amount of other stuff and the variation from black metal sound in particular was it's confronting definitely if you are familiar with the old stuff sure i think it's gonna divide a lot of fans i think they're gonna be uh, fans of the old vocalists that aren't gonna dig the the new guy and it's a shame because i think um the new guy does a lot of really good stuff on this album he's definitely a different style uh that charlie fell brings to it uh than that old vocalist uh, phil mcsorley but um i think he does an amazing job he brings a different kind of energy to it i think the whole album has a different kind of energy to the old stuff that these guys did the mix is uh i've got to say really good in the sense that they blend things together so well and the production uh doesn't let it down you know totally it's it starts off rocky and bluesy and whatnot and then it just gets it delves more into the metal side of things the more you you uh, travel into the album and it ends up kind of almost doomy yeah sludgy, sludgy definitely yeah, sludgy definitely and yeah. like i said like it's it's really hard to kind of uh to pick what sort of made them go in this direction like who, who they've been listening to what they're trying to emulate uh obviously they're doing their own thing here that like mm-hmm. i said i can't really pick one particular band there's just tiny little bits that I hear and it's it's quite interesting definitely unique like uh, Arenzi Bazuzu that we heard earlier they mm. definitely got a, a their own sound here and uh, it's worth checking out so check them out uh, is what we're going to do right now mm-hmm. uh, we've got a track from these guys called uh, Cold Breaker uh, here it is for you now Cold Breaker by Cobalt <laughs>
have been listening to Cobalt's new track, Coldbreaker. Sorry, I was taking a drink of whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) You have, indeed. So what's coming up next? Uh, So all we've got left... Well, we're going to play a track from another band uh, after I give some plugs. So if you hate the grating sound of my voice, don't turn off the podcast yet. Uh, because we've got some more music for you coming up. Uh, but before that, we just have some thanks and some plugs to give. And cool. some news about Death Tour But Metal, the, the club. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say thank you to Keenan from Wilderness King, to Ahava666 from Kiliga Dalin. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And uh, just to all the bands and to all the uh, labels that have been giving us permission to play the music, uh, especially Chris Marrick, who's helped me out with that quite a bit as well. So thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks very much. And um, so the Deaf Talk About Metal, the club isn't happening for a little while, but there's still some cool gigs. There's a lot of gigs happening now. Uh, mm. So you're probably not going to hear this before they're happening. <laughs> we're not going to be hearing the gigs while we do this, but... There's a gig happening tomorrow night when we're recording this. Uh, so that tomorrow night is the 23rd of April, and that is a bunch of bands uh, playing at the Valve. They are playing a show called the I'm Not Going to See Black Sabbath show. Uh <laughs> So if you're not going to Black Sabbath, get on down to the Valve. It's downstairs, 10 bucks entry, a bunch of local bands. Uh, it's going to be rad if you're hearing that before the 23rd of April. Uh, we'll try really hard to make sure you hear it beforehand. Let's but... let's record a part now where we where it's after the 23rd of April when we just went to that gig. Yep. Oh man, that gig. Oh, holy shit. That edit name of band in here now was was awesome man uh they 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 were probably the highlight of the show for me yeah well also though i also found that uh insert band name here just totally blew me away i mean i haven't seen anything like that totally we should have researched this a little better but seeing as you probably uh this is probably after this has happened doesn't really matter (laughs) otherwise we hope you enjoyed black sabbath yeah how was it guys (laughs) Anyway, uh, so bands, uh, gigs that are happening in the future that you're probably going to be able to see. Yes, one's one that you sh- will be able to see, hopefully, if you're listening to it before the sixth of May, is Disintegrator uh, celebrating five years as the thrashiest band to ever thrash. I hope there's some kind of thrash birthday cake. Well, he's hoping. Adam, get onto that. Uh, they're playing downstairs at the Valve as well with Pizza Gut. Uh, Disparoo and Staunch and they are selling their merch as always they've got some sick merch uh, they've got cool shirts they get, they're they selling their album and they've got a few Muscle Wolf toys to give away I think they've got 10 left yeah yeah they're kind of super limited yeah if you don't know what I'm talking about jump on their Facebook we'll, we'll provide the link in the description jump on their Facebook or their Bandcamp and have a look and you'll be able to to see what I'm talking about here but anyway that that gig's gonna be really cool worth checking out Disintegrator always put on a good show 
there's probably more shows coming up uh, between now and the next club, but oh, most definitely. <laughs> but I think that disintegrated show is gonna kick some major ass. So check that out. Uh, so, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, we're not doing a Death Tour but Metal in May. Uh, our next date that we had booked in was the 4th of June now I just found out today from the valve bar that they're going to be renovating upstairs where we usually hold Death Tour but Metal and so they can't hold the 4th of June event there at the moment now we've got a few options mm. we've got a few ideas as to what we're going to do we don't have anything definite that we can tell you right no. now. Like I said, we just found out today. But there will be something happening. There will be something happening. Keep an eye on the uh, Facebook page. Join up to the event for the 4th of June. And I'll keep that updated. And you'll be able to hear, see, read, whatever. Uh, what we're going to be doing with that show. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, it's going to be epic. So keep an eye out. Uh, so enough of my blathering. Uh, let's hit the next band. Tane, you found these guys. Uh, they're pretty awesome. Uh, tell us about them. Yeah, so uh, these guys I've been sitting on for a while, and I actually managed to get in contact with them. They're called Estona. They're from Tallinn in Estonia. And it actually turns out Estonia and Tallinn in particular seems to have a fucking cool doom metal scene that's awesome man I, i'm so glad that this time uh this uh podcast lets us uh bring music from all over the world and bring it to people that might not hear it otherwise yeah definitely and this is exactly the kind of band that really makes me proud to be able to do that so um estona they've been going for a while now their last album was in 2012 uh, the Stump Will Rise, which was a great album, like more kind of Stoner Doom stuff. Uh, back then, they actually, funnily enough, had an Australian uh, vocalist, uh, which was quite interesting. But uh, now they've had a lineup change, so um, one of the existing members is now singing. Uh, and so they've released this new album, Leonard Satana Dimensions. Uh, sorry, Leonard Satana Dimensionis. Uh, and this album, it's, God, it's so fucking cool. Uh, I mean, obviously a lot of people listening to this aren't going to know much about Estonian metal. Uh, obviously. Get with the program, guys. Yeah, seriously. Fucking get with it because... What are you doing? You really should. Uh, so this album, uh, is being released on the 29th of April, Mm -hmm. uh, through a new record company called Gollum Records. And actually... Estona have formed this new label uh, with another band, uh, Cannabinoid. Uh, They've also released a new album, or they're releasing a new album on the 29th of April. Unfortunately, because we're running out of time, we're not going to be able to play uh, any of Cannabinoid's tracks, which is unfortunate. Um, The songs, it's going to be another 15-minute one that I'd really like to play. But we are going to put the links underneath as we always do i do strongly recommend you listen to these guys uh very kind of sleep like uh that kind of stoner doom but the band sleep not the activity not the no, no no no, 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 sleeping. no but getting back to his stoner as well uh this is kind of stonery sludgy mm-hmm. 
kind of prog mix as well, but in a very different direction. Totally. Uh, I've only heard the album once, uh, but I really enjoyed it. I found the further into the album I got, the more interesting and the more out there the songs kind of got. And yeah as you'll see really really interesting band yeah well i mean like i said you know i've given you a few sort of genres that they kind of straddle but i mean sound wise great big dredging ponderous riffs uh kind of shifting uh just to kind of keep it interesting but uh, i could talk about these guys for a long time we're gonna play a track now uh, i do strongly recommend you listen to the tracks once the album comes out on the 29th of april uh, which, like I said, is through Golem Records. But now we are going to be listening to uh, one of the tracks as an exclusive, which is awesome. Thank you so much, guys. We're going to be listening to Megawatt. Here it is, Megawatt. Uh, thanks for listening to the Death Door But Metal podcast, the shambolic mess that it sometimes is. <laughs> but let's be honest, it always is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was trying to give myself props, but yeah, that, that failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> thanks like again all go. of my endeavors anyway <laughs> thanks guys thanks for listening uh hopefully we haven't scared you off and we'll see you next time yep see you next time thanks again here we go a stoner with megawatt <laughs>
we got to stop doing these Easter eggs at the end of the podcast. Otherwise, people are just going to expect them. Yeah, we can't have that. It's too much pressure. I just have a question. You know those um, accents that we were doing at the beginning of the podcast? Do you think they were racist? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I said he was Irish, but uh, I don't know if it was swedish racist or he, irish racist he, what's more acceptable he did sound like a character from ren and stimpy <laughs> i have been drinking and smoking and watching a lot of ren and stimpy so i'm sorry i'm sorry john k i'm not sorry at all bye <laughs>